0: Welcome back to part two of our conversation with designated drinker, Rose Privet, the co-founder of Go There Wines. So if you've missed part one, you know what you got to do. You got to go ahead, belly back up to that bar and give it a listen first. We promise we'll save a seat right here for you. So in part one, Rose, you shared what Go There Wine is, your inspiration behind it. Um, and what I'd really love to find out is what's coming next, what do you got going on, um, And um, and really more about the winemakers I love what you have like what you shared like how how the wines are being represented and introducing something that someone doesn't necessarily understand or know or like I don't know that grape but the I from a branding standpoint I think it's amazing I think it's a great way to present something new and introduce me to something new um but I'd love to find out what, what you got going on what's what's coming up
1: Oh, I wish I could tell you I was going to take a nap. (laughs) I'm getting closer to that. But um, no, we have some good stuff. I think uh, my husband's part in this as a journalist is the storytelling. And so the way we get the stories is by going to visit the winemakers. And now that we are definitely a little bit more out of COVID, we're looking forward to some cool wine travel Um, this summer and then the fall. We go to Lebanon and to Georgia and check in on our winemakers, try to help with harvest, though I don't know how helpful we are. We like to think that we are <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> we're like picking grapes and drinking wine but then drinking just more wine yeah when is harvest then for them well i don't want to go too much into the depressing topic of climate change but yeah. it actually has been getting earlier and earlier so they start now in august yeah. like end of august in both georgia and lebanon yeah, yeah. um unfortunately it should have started be starting in September, um, but it is getting warmer and warmer. So they're starting like the, it's already, the grapes are ready, um, end of August. So we usually go like the beginning of September and they're still, they're harvesting for weeks. Um, but both places are cool. Lebanon has some really awesome grapes, um, an indigenous grape called Merois which is um, a white grape that's grown up in the mountains. So it's actually doing very well with climate change because it's not from like the Bacaw Valley where most of the great Lebanese wines like Chateau Moussard, that all comes from the Bacaw Valley, but it's getting hotter and hotter hotter there and they're like ruining the grapes. So some of these cool indigenous grapes are coming from the mountains and they like the cold and it stays cold up there longer. And so um, Merroix is in our our pet net, as a matter of fact, um, and our white wine from Lebanon. So they're very, very proud of that grape. That's not something from the French, like that's always been there. It grows, like, anywhere between rocks. It's crazy. It's, like, not a normal vineyard. Like, it's it's very scrappy. Just And the scrappy, joke is always, I love like, it. like, the Lebanese people, the Lebanese grapes are very scrappy. That's like, we say Because they've been through so much. And they're it's so like
2: Alianico in Italy. It's, like, the same thing. They it's use like that metaphor, that, yeah. It's yeah, like, it's, like, that crazy, like, weed-type grape. Yep. And it's just, like, everywhere. So yeah.
1: what's the characteristics of that wine, then? It can be floral, um, but they tend to actually mix it. You don't see it as 100%. Uh, marijuana often so we have ours with the Oh my gosh, guys, the Grenache, um, and they tend to mix it in. Wait, no, that yeah, because that one's that it's a Pet Nat Rosé. I should mention, as a matter of fact. I'm sorry. Um, that's probably one of my favorites. Don't tell anybody. I can't say I have a favorite because I'll get everybody mad. Um, <laughs> but the Pet Nat um, from Love I's probably one of my favorites. It's got some of the, the the coolest grapes, and it's just it's light. It works. I'm drinking it in the winter, but it's like also perfect for spring and summer. Um, nothing on there can you go wrong with. Like it, they're meant to be, you know, drank all year long. Even though we had um. Um, our South African um, rosé sparkling was really fun over the holidays. We sold a, a bunch around New yeah. Year. So there's a ton of stuff to play with in there. But our favorite part is, you know, going, meeting the winemakers, hearing their stories, hearing about what happened last year, the upcoming vintage. And then David records everything. And we do a series of like audio um, as well as the visuals that you'll see on the website and on our Instagram page and stuff like that. It's awesome. Content, content, content. It is content, but it's like, the yeah, that's the way, other than like the food pictures that I'm taking all day long, you know, for Instagram, it's really nice to actually get to go there and and see what's going going on on the ground. Well, I mean,
0: as a wine drinker, I think that's really awesome, especially when I'm being introduced to something I don't know. The more you can give me, the more excited or more, better the experience because I've got, I'm getting the history as well as the beauty of the wine. It kind of, I think it just makes, tells a really nice wine story.
2: I don't think a lot of people know even when Rose is just talking about how you blend the wines, even though they call it like a Syrah, Mm -hmm. just to say. Yeah. Like it could be like 35% um, Cobb Franc. Absolutely. Right? Just to say. And like what you're saying isn't abnormal for the wine drinkers but like these are more advanced wine drinkers where you have to like do that but like when you're introducing a wine to the world that may be like new to, well, to America yeah. that's new to us like I feel like you have to almost say this is a blending grape and this goes in and blah 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 just to make it more approachable and they have to understand what it is right?
1: Oh totally it can, it can be hard in the restaurants when you actually have them in person to talk about it but it's really hard retail and I think that's yeah. why selling this online and the videos are so important because yeah. I think they're really doing the best job of explaining it because I don't have you in the space you know with the concept menu to match the food and I'm like I just you're going to learn and a, a grape- roaring fire <laughs> <laughs> It's 1000 degrees my one restaurant does have this roaring fire which does help sell wine it helps sell everything but like Del shavi, like the Georgian grapes are really hard to pronounce so we are either they, they are blending with your European grapes or we try to make comparisons you know to something that's familiar but yeah. still like part of this is education and we don't want to like you know water it down we want you sure. to learn these words right? yeah. Merhoi, like we even have a video of Eddie like trying to explain you know the Arabic pronunciation and so you can have fun with it but I don't know what you think Gina but I feel like when you're selling to people too like look a lot of people don't know that much about wine they just like what they like what yes. tastes good and if they know there's meaning and a good reason for it and you know what is the there's some crazy data about people picking wine based on the label like nine sure. times out of ten so it's like Guilty. let's just all be honest I mean me too like I'm this this no, is my industry not just, and I'm still
0: that's the way of the world. That's why branding is king. Here's <laughs> says a, a person who owns a company that does branding.
2: FYI. When I worked at Rasika, right? Indian, for people that don't live in DC, it's an Indian restaurant. And we had the wine list. Like one time, we were like, all right, we're only going to do wines with animals on it. So if you had a wine, you brought in the most amazing wine. We didn't buy it. We only bought the wines that are late, like a know. little, at, some animal had it, have an animal. And we called it the Wild, wild Kingdom <laughs> list. And like my boss at the time was like, what? Crazy shit! Are you and Sebastian doing? We're like, we love the labels and 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 don't get me wrong, the wine was delicious, and Sebastian's an amazing wine picker, but, I mean, yes, let's be real about
1: why you you drink wine. Totally hung
2: up on the labels. Yeah, I mean, it's not just for clothes; it's for everything, right? It is everything. It is. You know what else is everything? A party. Your cocktails. Yes, let's do it. All right, let's do it. Let's Let's do do it. Let's take a walk okay so of course i'm inspired right so we made a rose tea uh syrup which you know very easy it's like rose for rose but really it's in your food and i've eaten in your restaurants and i definitely know it's probably part of your repertoire um and i I love this because it's like a um sweet tea syrup and it's like super fragrant and like almost has like a nana-esque kind of like that's like um, smell it's all about the perfume so this drink is, we're gonna use the cha-cha, right? So we're gonna use um, two ounces of cha-cha. We're making two cocktails. And normally I would tell you to use two shaker tins, but today, you know, it's almost like being at home. So you'll just do two at once, and that's totally fine. <laughs> and then we're gonna use three quarters um, of an ounce of pink grapefruit juice, and then half the amount of um, of uh, lime. Sorry, I can't think right now. <laughs> is that lime? so. Yes. Can you measure? Sure. Am I doing this for my friends? Yes. So we're gonna be fine. So I have to say that one thing I always love about um, Rose and like everything. Every when you ever go to a restaurant, and I know that Jesse and other people have you know done your cocktails over the years. I just love that sometimes like you always have this like one kooky, like, you have a kooky little fun like dancy little fun thing, and that's how I think of you. I think of like that kind of like persona you know so i had to make the glass partied so <laughs> so it is springtime it's warming up you're going to be spending more time outside you're you know enjoying the weather a little bit more and i wanted it so that you um had that same vibe so we're going to put a, um, lime juice we're doing fresh squeezed lime so here's a fun um, fact if you're going to use grapefruit in a drink you need to have a supporting actress of um, a different kind of citrus in order for the grapefruit to taste like grapefruit today we chose lime I don't know why. I'm not a scientist, it is just <laughs> how it works. So.
1: I also love grapefruit, thank you so much.
2: So too. now we're gonna put it, I, right? I really love, it. love it's it's like grapefruit. It's so delicious. Um, so we're gonna use, we have two drinks, so we're gonna use uh, two ounces of the rose um, syrup. And if you catch um, episode, first part of this episode, you will have the um, recipe on how to make the syrup, or you can catch it on Instagram. All right, and now we're gonna take, so this is, so first of all, I did not have a can opener. So I went to it like this. So this is condensed coconut cream. So this is like a vegan coconut milk, right? We're gonna put in, and this is, we're not using it to get the flavor from it so much as we're getting the body from it. And we just wanted to, um, I hate to say this word, thicken. We wanna give this like just a little bit more mouthfeel, a little bit like a rounder mouthfeel. Sometimes when you use a lot of citrus in a drink, um, you can lose um, body and that's not what we wanna do. We wanna we want to increase the body. So when you have condensed anything, it's very, very sticky. But we just, you know, it's just a touch. It's just like a, a little bit to give it a, a little bit more of a um, velvety taste, okay? All right, let me give it a shake. Whew. All right, so prior to you, um, prior to you arriving, and if you are gonna do this at home, and you are gonna use the sprinkles. you don't need any sprinkles on the glass. I just want to do it. You need to rim these beforehand because if you try to do this to order, or to your friends being there, you're crazy, it's never gonna happen. Basically what you do is you take the roast syrup, you dip it um, very gently and then you put it in a pile of whatever you want it to look like. And for me, I wanted it to be, you know, super fun and um, just remind me of like spring and like why we're here and it's like a party and like we're all happy to be you know, out and about and enjoying delicious cocktails. So, that being said, we are shook the cocktail. And I was gonna pour it over ice, but you know what, I don't really feel like it needs it, so we're not gonna do that. So we're gonna give you one. And if you tell me different and you want um, ice, I will definitely put ice. It's kind of a personal opinion. But it just looks so pretty without it. I don't know, Louise, what do you think, you want ice?
1: No, no. I'm gonna do it the way you say. I trust you. (laughs) And I don't want to dilute that either because it looks so good. There we go. Okay.
2: It's like almost like a shot really this way, huh? Maybe we should feel a little more in there. Anyway, that is, um, I haven't really come up with a name yet, but I think that's like, kind of like Spring Flingy is coming to my mind. Spring Mm -hmm. (laughs) Fling. Little, it's like a little, it's got kind of like the beginnings of summer. I don't know. summer yes, ask, yeah. if you will. Like I said, you just remind me of things that are dancy. So I just. Also, like I'm it.
1: like racking my brain now. Like, there has to be something that's good with like spring and girl power. We got it. We can do this. I know we can't.
2: I mean, all I can think of is like for some reason is May Day, and that's like just the stupidest thing ever, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like some kind of crap my mother would have done when she was like in school in Brooklyn, New York. Um, like, like, oh, May Day. It was such a big holiday. Anyway. All right, now do you have to eat the sprinkles? Uh, No. Uh, But you are
1: just going. Want to? to... This is beautiful.
2: There we go. I shouldn't be sticking to you. This is for you, and then I want to make one for um, Cheers. For Shannon. Cheers. Gina, this is—it is as delicious as it is cute. There's flamingos on there somewhere. I think maybe they might have fallen off, but now I want one. No, I don't see one. I mean, they might have been a little too heavy to stick to it. it. I um, <laughs> That could have happened, too. You know, I have to tell you, like, ever since I had children, I never, like, was into all of these, like, sprinkles and whatever on the ball of glasses. But there is some kind of, like, aesthetic to it that makes it super cute. Yeah. And then you're like, what's that noise? It's Charlotte's tail. Come. Oh. <laughs> um, it, I don't know. There's something about my kids that, like, have inspired me to be more, like, you know, silly and not so serious constantly. Like, your Mom, you're always, like, a little too... Like, oh, everyone doesn't really care. And I was like, you're kind of right. I've take, I, I've taken that, like, to heart. Like, lighten up. You know, life is like, That's like, it's not, it's not so serious. It's it's, um, it's um, what you get out of it and enjoy. Because at the end, who gives a shit? Okay. How That's many articles right. can you have written about you? And then you're like, w- who cares? If you're not happy and doing silly things like that, then it doesn't make it means nothing so to make a
0: fun enlightening in, enlightened um enlightening invigorating uh i don't know what other uh, adjective i'm gonna put in there where
2: are they gonna get get the recipe <laughs> you're gonna go to show for the recipe and then you can watch how to make the rose um, syrup on um, instagram at designated drinker and then you can look at my ugly mug and you know what what are you gonna do it's good we're good we're good
0: and then of course we're gonna if you Need to you just scroll down to the episode notes or again go to designatedrinker.show again, like Gina said, you'll get the, hip, the tips, tricks, and how to's, all the recipes. But we're also going to make sure you have live links um, to go there wine so you can support an amazing cause, an amazing effort, be a part of something much bigger, enjoy amazing wines while you're doing it. I think it's a win 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 win. That's a lot of wins. I
1: agree completely. <laughs> Thank Does you that so make much? me? Windy, huh? <laughs> a I, few sips of the drink, and we'll where you? Go. <laughs> <sighs> That's great.
0: So, if I were to go, and which I will now, now that I'm, you know, exposed to it, how would you tell? What would? What should I do when? If I go to go there, wines, I'm going to experience something new. What's the best way to do that as a newcomer?
1: Well, I, I please watch the video. I think the everything. Is about the winemakers and if you go to the little documentary it's just 10 minutes you're going to get this beautiful vision of all the places the wine came from and meet the people so that's where you should start um but then you know go there go there haha <laughs> i didn't even mean to do that um for a reason or no reason at all i mean i think everyone with a well-stocked wine cellar should have these wines in them um but also the parties with a purpose are great like everyone it's springtime, right? There's graduations, birthdays, going to the beach in the summer. We've got, you know, the, um, the Lebanese white is gorgeous on the beach. Uh, the pet that I keep going back to, um, would be wonderful for summertime. So, um, you don't need an excuse to have a party with purpose, but you might also have one. Um, and there's lots of stuff coming up, um, that it's a good excuse to celebrate. Um, it only takes a couple days. It'll land on your doorstep in time for whatever your event or, you know, vacation is. Um, and then if you, if you just want to be lazy about, it um join the wine club and then you don't even have to think about it anymore and they're just going to come to your doorstep quarterly it'll get you through the collection it'll give you you know sneak peeks to wines that are coming on board and winemakers that are entering the community and you'll get access to those first so you can take it you know a stab at it either way I love the clubs because I just forget to reorder things that I like or I always forget presents for people or what cool wine do I want to take to a party. So, you know, if you're that person and you know, you just like want to have something cool on hand, your bottle will stand out at that dinner party because yeah. nobody else will have it. Um, you can only buy it in restaurants. Compass Rose and have the wines right now. So if you're in the D.C. area and you want to come by and try them there, you can. But otherwise, it's all online.
0: Why don't you just take over, Gina, and I'm going to go order my wine while you guys
1: yeah, finish I mean, this. Yeah, You
2: work.
0: Let me, uh, let me go order the wine. I yeah. didn't. I never <laughs> realized
2: how much I love the direct-to-consumer thing. I didn't.
1: I, COVID I, taught us this, right? Yeah. This is like the one nice yeah. thing was like all these things just appear in your door. You don't have to leave your house anymore. It's ridiculous, I think, right? Well, I totally We agree. have
0: to thank Uncle Jeff for introducing us to that. I know. I know. The Bezos. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Be the Amazons.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Even my mom is like she's going crazy with the Amazon shopping. It's like making us all really nervous.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you can lose your mind on doing that kind of stuff, but that's not that's not the point of this. The point of this is just you know what it is. All right, are we there? We are there. We're there. So, you know, oh, I'm nervous. No, no, no. Yeah, no, no. this de- no, no, is <laughs> our fun last question. Anyway, so you know, everyone, Rose, come on here. Everyone has like you know I identify you know as a spirit animal. They're like, oh, I identify with the white-tailed deer because they run free in Michigan and they're just (laughs) everywhere and they're super wonderful, right? Well, if you can identify one ingredient, whether it's for cocktail or for food, what would that ingredient be and why do you identify with it?
1: (laughs) Or what does it say about you? I love the tables turning on me. We tend to ask staff when they start like if there was a vegetable, like what would they be? (laughs) Um, And they always hate it. And now I feel like I'm... I'm in their shoes right Good now. Good job, Gina. I'll answer that question quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Sober style. Style. Okay, thank you for playing. I love it. Yeah, oh, great. Really? I always say cucumber because you're like, you know, hard on the outside but really soft. And that inside. I was going to say cucumber. See, I like look. it. Yeah. Same you reason. it really bitter
0: on the skin. Well, I would I'm say because, you know, you're always cool.
2: You're always cool. <laughs> See, it's good. Ah, it's, been, it's good. It's good. It's good. But this has to be any ingredient, it, cocktail if or a cocktail or food. It's just an ingredient that like spirit,
1: like that, like you know, is your spirit animal or spirit ingredient. I like for whatever reason, the first one coming out for me is cinnamon. Oh. But I because it's in the spice category for sure. Like I'm a crazy collector of all spices. I like basically bathe in zaatar every day. Like both. Like I have two <laughs> restaurants that like overuse zaatar. We have a zaatar martini. Yeah. Um, that's like classic at two of the restaurants. So like, so somewhere between zaatar and cinnamon. But cinnamon just because it's like. It can be bitter, right, if you have, like, too much. <laughs> um, but when used in the right doses and in the right places um, and with the right ingredients, I think, you know, it really brings out the best of it. And it's just like a – it's a welcoming, safe smell to me anyway. Um, and it's in used in tons of Lebanese food. So, like, if you haven't caught on, I'm Lebanese-American. And that, that smell is, like, home to me. But I think it's just like a beaut- – it's like a flavor enhancer in most places that's, like – sometimes I think misunderstood because we have had people in the restaurants who um, claim to not like cinnamon but then they try it and they really like it so i think if you just give me a chance and if you give go there wines a chance you're really gonna like us just like <laughs> <laughs> so well, that was so good shameless plug <laughs> <laughs> no it was good great good job of
0: pulling it all back together Thanks. Well, exactly. happy, <laughs> women, happy women's month happy, happy women's month ladies yes mm.
1: You know, everything pink, ladies, everything pink. Pink. Cheers. It's all coming up tea and roses. Oh right? uh-huh. she
2: goes, I'm gonna let
0: I'm, I'm gonna let a few it minutes end with on you with that one. I can't I
1: stop. I <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> hmm. Thank you so much for having me. Yes,
0: thanks for being oh. here. Thanks for all that you're doing and really giving us another way of thinking about how we drink wine and what we can do. It's a small ask. Um but it has a big ripple, obviously. And thank you for doing all of that and bringing that to us.
1: Well, its It's been a really enjoyable time. And I'll leave you with what my husband likes to say about it, too, that really applies to the show. And I should have thought of it sooner. But he says, you can also experience a guilt-free hangover with, guilt, with Go There Wine. So <laughs> oh, if you're also really um, worried at all, if you needed any more reasons, Go There Wine is your way to have a guilt-free hangover. Um, so a lot of good causes, but also, you know, helps yeah. you feel a little a little bit better about that he- headache the next yeah. day. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's so
0: cute. Well, cheers to that. Cheers. cheers. Thanks,
2: Lee.
0: The Designated Drinker Show is produced by Missing Link, a Latino-owned, strategy-driven, creatively-fueled production co-op. From ideation to creation, we craft human connections through intelligent, engaging, and informative content. Also in the Missing Link lineup of podcasts is Roger That a podcast dedicated to guiding you through the haze of dementia, led by skilled caregivers. Now, if you're looking for a whole new way to enjoy the theater, check out Between Acts, an immersive audio theater podcast experience. Each episode takes you on a spellbinding journey through the works of newfound playwrights, from dramas to comedies and everything in between. Find Missing Links League of Podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And while you're there, please don't forget to follow, download, and review the shows. Your reviews help our shows reach new audiences. To find out more about Missing Link, visit missinglink.company. That's missinglink.company.